0: In a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! Ah! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! r <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of The Re-List. re <laughs> uh, You know this one, this is the one where you all, where three of you get chosen, one of you selects a topic, and I mean patrons by one of you. One of the patrons selects a topic, and two of the patrons send in their top ten lists. Matt and I have not seen them, and we uh, count them down. Put them all together uh, by the end, and we reserve the right to uh, adjust the list as we see fit. We won't add anything, but we certainly will. Might take away something or rearrange the order as we see fit uh, by the final list. Uh, does that sound good, Matt? Is that what I is? Is everything right? What I said? Uh, yeah, that's the that's the breakdown of the show. Uh, Simply <laughs> good to go. So
1: it has no from us. We're reacting to this as you hear it. So we don't we don't know anything any more than you do right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But our uh, three patrons that were chosen, it was uh, Sujayanth Fernando, and he chose the topic of top ten journalism
0: movies. Journalism movies, nice. Okay. Journalism movies.
1: And then Darren Bush and where's the last name?
0: I don't see the last name. Do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, there's a Charles J. Clark on this as well. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's Ray, for Clark. the other show. Sorry, that's a different thing. All right, yeah, Darren Bush, uh, I don't see – the other name so uh maybe i have to view the entire message uh and no still when we view the entire message it does not say who the names are so maybe uh unfortunately alexakos forgot to send us the name uh maybe we'll add it uh as it goes along uh later on do you you see something there are you looking at something i am emailing alexakos oh right now okay because we could get it by the end uh hopefully this is where text would come in handy. We should probably give we should probably have his number so we can do these kinds of things. Uh, but this is the show recording live. So this is I yeah, don't
1: we don't yeah. look at the list beforehand. Exactly. We, we don't. We we want to be as shocked by the Alex Ackles. I mean, that was just a he never makes no he doesn't error like that. So it's just like a random
0: thing. Very true, very true. Everybody's dealing with their shit right now. Yeah, I mean, seriously, yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, so we'll get into the list. Uh and like he said, so giant Fernando suggested it. Uh, I think you you go first this time, right? Because I think it went first last time. Is that correct? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, cool. Not, uh, uh,
1: so we'll start with the, the only named patron, yeah. Darren Bush. And he writes, Dear Matt and John, uh, I hope you're both doing well. Thank you for selecting me to present my list for this episode of The Realist. This is my first time being selected. Oh, congratulations. Welcome, Darren. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't included some of the newer films on the list as I haven't seen them. So please find my list below. At number 10, mm-hmm.
0: Bush has... Broadcast News. Nice choice. Let me see. On this phantom person's list, Broadcast News is not on the list. Uh, All right. He writes, a good
1: film about a TV network station. Great chemistry between the three leading actors, William Hurt, Holly Hunter, and Albert Brooks.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's one of my favorite 80s films ever. I used to, I used to have this. I think I mentioned it before, Matt. I'm sure you know. I, mean, I used to have it on VHS, and we would watch it over and over and over again. Just one of those films that, for whatever reason, checked all the boxes for me because I always enjoy a good journalism movie. I, I love politics, and those mm-hmm. three actors at the time were some of my favorite actors all coming together. Plus James L. Brooks, fantastic writer and director uh, as well. Uh yeah, I would uh I mean
1: looking at his list, I would have it higher than
0: yes, maybe three. Yeah, I would agree um, with that.
1: Yeah, broadcast news is really good. It's mm-hmm. Albert Brooks just did his best. <laughs> He's sweating, trying to get through. You know, he finally gets his chance to sit at the big boy desk.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Everything goes wrong. What is that? Yeah. Life falls down and he just stammering through every once in <laughs> a while <day> sweating <laughs> like crazy. Uh It's just, I mean, only Albert Brooks could really pull off that type of scene. It's biblical, is
0: what it was. It It was biblical.
1: (laughs) And then uh, 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 William Hurt and uh, Holly Hunter have amazing chemistry between the two, little cat and mouse game that they're playing.
0: Yeah, we did it on the Cinephiles, uh, and we had uh, Kim Masters, who is uh, one of the top writers over there at the the Hollywood Reporter, who covers the Me Too movement very very, uh, strongly, and she uh, was our guest. uh, And we broke down that movie, and I found myself... Uh, siding with william hurt she sided with holly hunter and steve of course siding with albert brooks makes all but it was fun to have that kind of all three of us defending each character and their flaws and their uh positives uh, throughout yeah. the episode a lot of fun uh, all right what do we got number nine number nine he has anchorman Ooh, nice choice i'm not sure what journalism has done in anchorman but okay let me see uh, oh wait it's a punt it's a punt. what going it say it takes place in the TV, yeah. They, they don't
1: do much journalism,
0: but it right. is a journalism movie, so to speak. Okay, at eight, he's got Fletch. Oh, nice, Fletch. Okay, uh, let me see uh, where he has that. Sorry about that. Let me bring it up real quick. Hmm. Um... Let's see if he has Fletch on here. No, Fletch is not on here. Oh no, I'm sorry. It is a punt. Yes. Uh it's in the bottom half. Do we do the do we say, yeah. okay. say it's same, same. So go ahead and do your ten then. Okay. Uh number ten is safety not guaranteed. Not on my list. Not on my list. Okay, well, then let me read his intro or her intro. Not sure who it is. Hi, John and Matt. Every week I eagerly download the newest top ten, so you can imagine how utterly thrilled I am to be asked to participate. Thank you so much for the endlessly entertaining content now more than ever. While I had to futz with the order a couple of times, this list was a blast to put together. And given I own the majority of these, I'll have to rethink legal dramas as my favorite film category. Oh, because it might be journalism. And on with the show. As I said, number ten, Safety Not Guaranteed, he says, such a fun and whimsical setup that someone would place a classified ad for a time-traveling partner, then add Aubrey Plaza and Jake Johnson as journalists, slowly realizing the full extent of this incredible story, add in an awkward love story to boot, and I am sold. Uh, so, yeah, that's what uh, they said. Uh, have you seen this one?
1: Uh, okay, we got back from Alex okay. It is Kristen Kurtz. Kristen Kurtz, so it's a woman. Kristen. K-R-I-S-T-I-N, I believe I N. Okay. Uh yeah, and then K-U-R-T-Z,
0: K-U-R-T-Z. All right, Kristen Kurtz. It's her category, her uh list. Um uh so there you go. Kristen Kurtz. Uh that's the number 10. Did you ever see it? I did not. Okay. Yeah, neither have I. Uh I know it's on the it's on my queue uh in Netflix and one of the streaming services, but I have not seen it. What do you got at nine? Uh good night and good luck uh that is a punt okay all right that's fair i like that it's a punt uh number eight is absence of malice Not on my list. Wow. This is an interesting film from the 80s with Sally Field and Paul Newman. Uh, Kristen writes, shockingly topical given its age. Paul Newman's revenge on the amoral reporting by a Miami newspaper and the corrupt government officials behind it still resonates. Despite the somewhat troubling confrontation between Newman and Field, this film explores the line between truth and accuracy with affecting nuance yeah there's a little bit of a physical altercation between paul newman and sally field so it's a uh, uh, interesting in in that have you ever seen this one Absent malice
1: i i i believe a chunk here a chunk there okay okay it, like i remember snippets of it so i've clearly seen something of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trailer I, I couldn't even tell you what the poster looks like uh but anyway yeah not enough to, to have an opinion on
0: yeah, yeah. One of those like kind of like uh, early 80s Newman ones that are more grittier or more like, you know, kind of him, like, kind of more gruff in playing these characters. So I enjoyed the film for what it was. All right. What do you got? Number seven, uh, seven. I've got China syndrome. Ooh, good choice. Uh, no, not on this list.
1: Uh, all right. Darren writes a fictional uh, but possible disaster at a nuclear reactor. And the journalist trying to ensure that it wasn't uh, covered up. Still relevant in today's world of nuclear reactor disasters at chernobyl and Mm. Mm. Fukushima. and uh i would give darren next time give that a reread before we we hit send on (laughs) because i had to reorder like four words (laughs) (laughs) a couple other things like it just seems like he was just so furiously typing (laughs) (laughs) which is good i guess that passionate about china syndrome i would have it i don't know if it makes my list i like the movie yeah it's good, but there's a lot of good journalism movies out there.
0: I think over the last three decades, there have been a lot of good journalism movies. So it's a tough one yeah. to break my top 10 as well. I, I agree with you thoroughly. Uh, but it is it is a good one to revisit. Uh, maybe for some of you who don't remember a time when uh, we were afraid of nuclear accidents happening mm-hmm. in our world and in our place. I mean, because Three Mile Island obviously predates Chernobyl. But Three Mile Island, if it had gotten fully out of control, would have been just – Horrific on so many levels. So yeah. Um all right, that was your number six. That was my seven, my six. Oh, sorry. What's your six? Probably
1: not gonna be on your list. no Which is uh the Born
0: Ultimatum. Oh, yeah, no, not on this list. Interesting. Yeah, because Patty Considine, I guess. Is that who qualifies as the reporter of journalism for this thing?
1: I would guess. He writes, This is a bit of a cheat, but a very good film. The journalism storyline of the journalist trying to yeah article about Treadstone. It's the guy that gets uh, uh, killed. Yeah, it's Patty Considine. yeah. That's the yeah, 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 yeah. Um It's only a short part of the film, but it helps Bourne realize who helped the start of the process of him being turned into an assassin and would eventually lead him to the confrontation with the person who helped him leave his old identity behind. Oof, yeah. Good point. Uh, it is a small part. True. True. Um, although pivotal... I just think that it, if it was my list, I would be honoring something that's like the movies about journalism.
0: Right, right. That's just me. That's just, that's how I will. Yeah. Fair. Absolutely fair, Matt. <laughs> I agree. I think it's too small of a storyline uh, to include, uh, but you know, you have it right. He has every right to put it on his list. So there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. So my number seven is uh, network. Is that on your list? Not on my list. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen says ordinarily such a well-crafted film would be higher on my list, but it's so damn depressing the abject cynicism and cruelty. When the corporate overlords discuss Howard Beale's final fate is chilling. Then there's William Holden scathing. Goodbye to Faye Dunaway. As you watch her soul die every Craven performance by the self-serving corporatists, the sheer insanity of it all. It's the ultimate dramatic train wreck. Yes, but also Kristen, I would add shockingly true. Shockingly uh, resonant still, as we see the lunacy of uh, many networks nowadays and the crazy ways they'll go to uh, accomplish and get the ratings and accomplish success, and also what the anchors are willing to swallow and endure and ignore to achieve some level of fame, and also what the company does to those anchors once they achieve any level of conscience. So that it still happens, and it's even more so nowadays. Than it was in the 70s. I mean, network almost seems timid now or tame in, in contrast to what we see nowadays.
1: Okay. Uh, do do? Yeah. No. I, yeah. Echo all those sentiments. I think the the scene with Ned Beatty when he breaks down, How truly powerful. This corporation is dude is is flat out chilling because it's it's done as almost like a joke. Yeah. But it's chilling. Uh, I keep repeating because the accuracy of it. Is dumbfounding yeah. when he lays out how they can do pretty much whatever they want to and just manipulate the system for their outcome. Yep, it, it's
0: it hurts because it's true. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, as Matt would say, it, it's chilling. It's absolutely chilling. It's chilling.
1: That's <laughs> it's the parenthetical title of this show. <laughs> this show, it's chilling. Chilling. We'll do the realist movies about journalism and parenthetically at the end. I will put in
0: chilling, chilling. I love it. <laughs> um, all right. Another one we did on the cinephiles, not to plug into the podcast that I do, but another one we did. We had a lot of fun. We, we interviewed an old school NPR reporter for it. So he came on the show with us. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Fletch uh, is number six. Uh, that was the okay. punt from earlier. Uh, she sure. says, this is peak Chevy Chase. The smarm, the swagger, and the subtle facial expressions combine to highlight the super spy reporter in a deeply funny mystery with a satisfying payoff, the costume changes, the Lakers' dream sequences, and the quotable one-liners are still funny as hell.
1: I agree with all of it. He writes, Chevy Chase is a journalist in L.A., solves the crime, writes his article, gets the girl. Need need I say more? <laughs> um, Yeah, I, it's, look, it's an all-timer for me. So, I, yeah ever listen to this show i am i've only managed to get it on like two lists ever in five years hmm. just doesn't fit a lot of what we try and to winnow
0: down shows to well we talk about quality films and so fletch isn't quite up there
1: we me. do not <laughs> we talk about all kinds of shit we're compelled to talk about certain things like superheroes
0: we are compelled to talk about superheroes Very yeah cool.
1: which is which is fine but at yes, the same time just true. like man we have talked about superheroes a lot but it's Six months later, we haven't done a superhero show. There's another one coming out. People like
0: superheroes. They do. They do. there's
1: nothing you can do. <laughs> How we split that atom anymore.
0: No. Uh, I love Fletch, too. I enjoy Fletch, too. I think it's a very funny film. I don't love it as much as you do, but I certainly think it is peak Chevy Chase. Uh, there's about two or three years that's peak Chevy Chase, and then it's all mostly downhill from there. But uh, I would agree that it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic, funny film, and he is deadpan like a mofo throughout the whole thing. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah, He never hits his comedic whoops, uh, zenith like this. Yeah. And you never again. And it sucks because I wanted him to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what are you going to do? The stories about Chevy have not been, the years have not been kind. The years have not. No,
0: Every no, no. person he's
1: ever interacted with. He asked Chevy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is a nice guy to Chevy.
0: Uh, my favorite is Dan Harmon's voicemails of Chevy Shakes. That's the best to listen to.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And then you hear now just every story that you hear from SNL back in the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course him and Bill Murray got into a fist fight. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's uh, jump into our top fives of these lists. Uh, What's your number five? Five is the punt from earlier, which is good night. Good luck. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, what did she write? Oh, She writes, this film is beautiful. The black and white technique fully immerses you in the period, leaving you free to focus on the content and Edward R. Murrow, arguably the most important figure in all of journalism. The re- this retelling of his confrontation with McCarthy is captivating with a wonderful cast and no perfect performance by David Strathern. Yeah, agreed. Sure. Um,
1: he writes, a good film directed by George Clooney with some very good performances from the cast of actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quality. It's when Clooney was making that transition to doing some behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. As well, as like having a small part still, but it was right around uh, th- uh, this. And, uh, ah, shit, what was the Sam Rockwell
0: about the gong show? Oh, yeah, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I think another one, like he did two or three. I think he did Ides of March. Didn't he do Ides of March? or he I might I have done Ides of March, yeah.
1: Siriana yeah, yeah. his. Tyriana is so good, man. But that was a couple of years after this. Like he was on a, a string of making just excellent movies.
0: Yeah. Now he's just chilling up in Lake Cuomo in Italy. He's made the, he, made, he got married. He settled down. He sold that tequila company. He's fine. He's got the Nisip yeah. Nisip yeah.
1: commercials. He's fine. That's all he's doing. Just yeah. does a couple of those a year and lives his life. Good for him. It yeah. sucks because I think we both would like some more George Clooney. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. But.
1: It's not going to happen. It's not so
0: <laughs> five. Uh, he's, uh, she's got five, uh, has a uh, Frost Nixon. That is a punt. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, all right. What's number four? Four is um, Citizen King. Wow. Great choice. I might have had a really hard time considering that for this uh, list because it is told in in flashback, but they're all being interviewed uh by burn by us uh the reporter so that makes so much sense great choice great choice not on this list great choice
1: all right he writes a classic film a great performance from orson Welles. wow um he's succinct he's to the point
0: <laughs> yeah well there you go yeah. yeah it's all it's all i mean the opening thing is just a in essence exposition but then it's all about him, uh, the head of the whatever uh, uh, newspaper that is sending Uh, the reporter to go and ask all these questions of all these people who knew Kane. So yes, it's told in flashbacks, but they're all answering questions by the reporter to uh, stimulate those flashbacks. So yeah, it is absolutely a journalism movie. And certainly there's an end to that movie that is related to the article he's writing. So why not? Yeah. Well, it's also about Hearst as well. Right. Right. A newspaper magnet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Guy of obscene wealth that visit his house up north of us by a few hours. And it's just this ridiculous hilltop palatial estate.
0: Yeah. Someday I got to make it out there to Xanadu or uh,
1: I've, I've heard uh, it's just Hearst castle. Isn't Hearst it? Castle, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard it's if you're in the area, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Wow. It, okay. It is. I mean, the amount of wealth and time and man hours and everything that went into building this just massive Testament to this dude's ego. Yeah. It's impressive.
0: I have a stupid story real quick. Uh, I dated a girl on off of Tinder one time, I think Tinder or uh, Bumble. We were dating for about two minutes, months. Maybe I told this story already, but we were dating for two months. We went out to go get some uh, a dukes over in Malibu on an afternoon for happy hour. We drove all the way out there. We sitting there, and uh, someone uh, texted me about how they had just gone to the Hearst Castle and I said to her, I was like, hey, we should go to that. Citizen King is my favorite movie. That'd be fun for us to go. And she was like, slow down. I don't think we're there uh, in our dating situation to go to a place like that together to walk around. And I was like, what in the actual fuck? And she's like, yeah, it's an out-of-town trip. So I don't – I just – like in that moment, I should have known this was not going to last. And within a month, it didn't. But it was such a weird, awkward interaction that she kind of shut it down uh, this idea of us going someplace together where I've never had someone who was actually interested in pursuing the relationship or the dating situation mm-hmm. be like, nah, maybe we should slow down or it's not really my thing. Very, very strange and awkward uh, situation. I had one one time. So I got off stage and I walk out to the
1: front patio of the store and you just yeah. hang out. I, there's numerous places to hang out. Um, so I'm at the front bar just hanging out and I meet this girl. And we end up talking for like 75, 80 minutes. Wow. Just okay met her at random as shit. I mean, there was, you know, a decent amount of people out there, 40, 50 people. Yeah. But I was just sitting on the fucking, uh, on the counter, on the side that that skirts the bar over like on the sidewalk side. Yeah. Yeah. Talked for that long. And at the very end of it, she was like, I can't wait for you to meet my whole family. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, we had a good conversation. There was no hint of this. And I I can't wait for you to meet my whole family. (laughs) And I said to a buddy of mine, I was like, dude, this just happened. Like, we exchanged numbers because she was getting ready to leave. Right. And he was like, oh, it's not that bad. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? went <laughs> <laughs> from nice to meet you to you. I will absorb you into my life. And like, like
0: oh, my. <laughs> chilling. chilling is what it was. Chilling. It was chilling. <laughs> Uh, all right, where, where do we leave off at? Whose number is it? Is it mine or yours? Uh, that was my four. Okay, so uh, my four is Anchorman, the pun from earlier, uh, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. What does he say?
1: Uh, he says, Legend of Ron Burgundy, a good uh, comedy, and another great character from Will Ferrell.
0: Yeah. Succinct again. Yeah. Um, uh, Kristen says the news, act, the news anchor street fight alone is enough to warrant inclusion on this list. I agree. If that isn't a metaphor to the beginning of a of cable news journalism, what is? The cast is stupendous. The jokes range from chuckle worthy to side splitting, with everything in between. Even the outtakes are worth a watch. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's there's nothing negative I can say about this movie. It's so funny and brilliantly done. Yeah, the it just a uh,
1: Somehow it, it's absurdity is authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't it's feel like artist. this big, stupid, contrived thing, even though it's a big, stupid, contrived thing. So you fall in love with it. Yeah. You have different, I have different favorites, like almost each time I watch it. You know what? I think I appreciated him the most in this one. All right. You know what? She was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's a classic to me. It's a, you know good for them. Uh, and that's why I keep giving... Him and like McKay, if they team up, an extra chance, but him. It's like, oh, it's another type of character thing, but you've crushed it so hard that I know you can do it again.
0: Yeah. Well, they're so earnest in the movie, aren't they? Like, that's the thing. They're You're right. They're playing these like kind of, it's a ridiculous situation, but they're also earnest in what they're doing that they buy into it. And them buying into it, doing such good performances, you just go along with it. Uh, it's it's really well done. Even yeah. Corningstone has her weirdness to her, which works within the weirdness of the movie, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think it's funny as hell too. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's their number three? Or, uh, three is name? Almost Famous oh great choice not on this list that's a damn good choice yeah
1: it is it's a good one he writes uh an enjoyable film about a young journalist on a road trip with a band to try and get a cover on rolling stone magazine with great uh scene where well, there's a great scene of them on the bus singing tiny dancer
0: yeah 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 i i know people love that scene that is in my favorite scene of the movie i think one of my favorite scenes is uh him and her at the end there when they're when she's like uh, kind of going off on her on the next thing she's going to do. And it's so tragic because he knows that it's going to lead to where it's going to lead to. And it's the yep. last time he's going to see her, but also on the phone with uh, him, when he says, remember when being, uncool, if only being uncool was like, you know, was a uh, tender or something like that, or it could be, it could be cash. And I was just say, like, Oh man, that's such a great in- exchange between them about that situation. You know? Uh, yeah. Cameron Crow. Mm-hmm
1: it out of the park and then, I don't know. He's been hit and miss for me. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with you, bro. I don't know if I've seen a good one since Jerry Maguire. I mean, I, li- I like Vanilla Sky, but I don't catch myself watching a lot of Vanilla Sky. I've um, never gone back to rewatch it. Yeah, I, I think Maguire is the last one that I I constantly rewatch whenever it's on or, or if I catch it, it.
1: See, it was on repeat, like what two years after it came out. Once it makes it to cable, three years, right. it was on repeat for a long time. So I saw it a
0: bunch. But I don't think I'll ever go back and rewatch it at this point. Yeah. Is there one you would for camera besides? I imagine Almost Famous is one you might go. Yeah, Almost with. Famous
1: without a doubt. I'm just going through.
0: Yeah. Also
1: in his head, I need to pull up IMDb because I came up with four or five quick no's.
0: Yeah, Say Anything is the other one that's kind okay. of the famous one. But I don't know if I would yeah. go back and see that one uh, other than a random, if I'm in a the random mood. Yeah. I don't know if i go
1: back for the whole thing either because yeah. it's kind of a journey. Singles, I don't go back to watch. No. Uh,
0: singles for the soundtrack, I'll do.
1: Although he wrote that. Yeah, you got almost famous. Elizabeth Town, no. No. We bought a zoo, no. No. Aloha, no. No. So you got say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I did do singles. Uh, Jerry Maguire, almost famous. So basically, it's kind of almost famous for me. Wow, that's weird.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah very very strange very very strange um yeah we got three three is a zodiac
1: ah not on this list excellent oh
0: yeah that's a great call i just Uh, rewatched it like two weeks ago oh wow yeah uh definitely my favorite david fincher film the soundtrack and atmosphere incredible Mm -hmm. mark ruffalo owns every scene he's in while gillen gillen hall's quiet obsession is riveting Perfectly captures the escalating feeling of paranoia and helplessness during the hunt for the zodiac killer. Yeah. I, I don't disagree at all. Most one of the most addictive three hour films you'll ever see. Just doesn't even feel like three hours by the time you're done with it. It's so good.
1: And knowing that there is no conclusion. Right. You didn't know that going into that they never caught the zodiac killer. Yeah. Makes it all the more
0: chilling. Mm-hmm. You're welcome uh you're just gonna work it in aren't you like you're just gonna work it in with everything
1: that one was inadvertent i realized about a half a second before i, I was <laughs> that i could fit it in there so that's why i didn't have like a big reaction to it oh, like, I was like i snuck that in. it was almost for me <laughs> um it's just yeah. excellent performances Jalen so Hall is playing a cartoonist that is likes puzzles likes kind of the game of this and then yeah. Johnny Jr. is the crime reporter who's already kind of a heavy drinker to deal with his job. Yeah. 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 And you got Ruffalo and, uh, oh, son of a gun. The gentleman from ER, Tall Glasses Balding, Mark. Oh, the-
0: yeah. Yeah. Anthony Edwards. ER? Anthony Edwards. Thank you. Man. Right. Right. My, my memory is fucking going. That's all right, man. We're sitting in the, we're sitting locked in in this, in our places. I man. know, but it's crazy. I was
1: talking to Catherine about <laughs> it last Sunday. Yeah. We we took a three hour walk and just walked around, and uh, I just I need I need to start writing down more and more. (laughs) I just do. Yeah, to have a near like photographic memory, and I don't remember anything. And now it's all it's all slipping away, baby.
0: Yeah, that's uh, I had to build a production schedule, and I still uh, uh, didn't put what the time we were supposed to record. So My mind is always bouncing five million mm-hmm. different things, and I, you know, she finally yelled at me to, to to create one so that I could keep some semblance of of order. So yeah, I get it. I man, I used to this was good. This had everything. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. it's like poof, poof. it's really frustrating. Um, uh,
1: yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right, so what's your number two? Uh, my two is the punt from earlier, Frost
0: Nixon. Oh, okay, cool. What did she write? Uh, the movie that made me love Michael She. Sorry, uh, the utter narcissism of both the movie subjects collides in a phenomenal intellectual chess match. Both players desperately trying to craft their own narrative. The performances are amazing, and in the end, Frank Langella conveys the profound sadness of Nixon so wonderfully, it's hard to look away. Wow. Kristen, listen, reach out to me, Kristen. If, if you, you you are doing great little blurbs for these films. It's fantastic. Maybe How dare you?
1: Darren is fantastic. He writes two fantastic performances by Michael Sheen and Frank Langella. <laughs> they really look like the real protagonists, and it seems the film captures an atmosphere of the interviews.
0: Okay. All right. I apologize. Nah.
1: <laughs> good for you, Darren. They, don't let John attack you like that. No, no.
0: But I'm, I'm going to need you to put an E on the end of the. I'm going to need you to put an E on the end of that the, I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, good. Uh, succinct again. Succinct again in your analysis. This is a good one, man. I, I still I, I, I uh, enjoy the hell out of this one uh, a lot. Um, I, this one and The Queen have lately been the two that I, like, will catch on one of the HD channels and just kind of – get lost in again um but okay. they're just they're great scenes great dialogue scenes uh, they're both michael sheen movies so i like to i just like to watch him you know yeah, yeah.
1: i liked him so much that when they announced masters of sex i was excited i just heard huh. i was like dude this guy is so good i watched the first how many of like i say there were five seasons i saw the first three if there yeah. was six, i saw the first three but if there's only four i saw two type of thing
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um yeah. Yeah, it was good. It just lost me after a while. It seemed too drawn
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that way too, watching it the first season. That's why I was like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to see this one. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, Frost Nixon, uh, it's
1: really good. And the, you know, Ron Howard, if, if he can return back to this type of stuff, like I don't, I don't think of Solo as a Howard film. No, no. But Frost Nixon doesn't seem like a Ron Howard type of film, you know? Yeah.
0: I would say Frost/Nixon and Rush are the two most unusual Ron Howard films. Okay. because they don't seem like Ron Howard films, um, no. but they're damn good. Uh,
1: and that's not a denigration of Ron Howard; he just yeah. A child.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Certainly,
1: the good directors do. They just you know what you're getting from them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, all right, what do you got? It two. Kristen number two has all the presidents and men. That is my number one. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, she says, not only do Hoffman and Redford absolutely murder in their respective performances, the film manages the nearly impossible task of making a typical day in a newsroom feel vital and energetic. An incredible cast filled with both legends and 70s superstars, the apex of journalism in film, or for me, very nearly. Mm, Very well said. All right. And he writes, you can't
1: have a list about journalism without this being on the list. Hoffman and uh, Redford are at their best film shows what role journalists have in holding governments to account
0: yeah yeah uh this is a fun one uh, I, you know um the watergate stuff was endlessly fascinating for a long time in my life just like on the jfk conspiracy endlessly fascinating in my in my life at one point uh but every once in a while i'll, I'll go back and watch this one it's it's good it's not one i watch multiple times you get the point but it's the performances that really kind of keep you Coming back, you know, uh, Redford and Hoffman are such an odd pairing, uh, but they work so well in the movie.
1: Uh, they do. It's a it's a huge story to have to tell in such yeah. a small amount of time. And uh, they managed to convey if you don't know anything about Watergate, then you get the full rundown of what transpired. Right. This. And it's got that one of the coolest shots in movie history. The God's eye when they're oh, yeah, man. just to show how much of a needle in the haystack this whole thing is. It's just a slow pull out and you see more and more and more information just mounting up and mounting up. You realize, you know, think of all the forms and everything that get filed just in one year. Right. The mass multitude of bureaucracies. And then you have subdivisions within that with like the Department of Defense and, you know, education, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. to find these tiny little nuggets within there. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: It's a Herculean task. Of course. Yeah. And, and, cause, and that's why when you watch a movie, you think, oh, it's, uh, you know, they, they just kind of said, let me look at this file. And it's like there's like 9 million files they probably had to look to before they found the one they were looking for. That's why these articles take so long to write because the the amount of research is extraordinary. The amount of hours that are dedicated to uh, breaking a case like this because there's a lot of cover-up that they have to kind of climb over to get to the truth. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Wow. Um, all right, that was the number we one. got one? Uh, uh, Number one, Kristen has Spotlight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a Best Picture winner. Uh, despite how dark and unsettling the topic is, the cast, the pacing, the score, that feeling of being the fifth reporter in the room, everything lands perfectly in this film for me. The unfolding investigation as it rocks these reporters to their core feels so genuine and urgent. Rare is the film that leaves me feeling outraged each and every time I watch it. Kristen for the love of god DM me or send me something I want to talk to you you are doing an incredible job with these blurbs uh, yeah I thoroughly agree uh, I love this movie I don't go back to it often but it's it's a it's it's on par with all the president's men in terms of trying to get the information and and uh, seeing the cover up and the shock of the crime itself uh, and that scene when the guy runs to the the priest's house yeah, and and realize, right and right, realizes how close he was to his kids it's just like whoa you know yeah, um
1: I don't I haven't seen it it's been a while mm. I like it I just don't know how often I'm gonna revisit it mm. or, okay. I would I mean it would be lower on my list uh, okay. it's against it it's just some of the others I can watch more readily right
0: right.
1: for specific scenes which is that one is really depressing
0: yeah yeah
1: but uh, to be told, so what's that I said it needed to be told. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, and it's told really well. I, yeah.
1: All right. I'm adjusting so I can type.
0: All right. Sounds good. Um, I have the bongos at the ready. So I imagine all the president's men is one. Yeah. Um,
1: Frost Nixon, where'd you have that? Uh, Frost Nixon was five. So we got two five on that I think that's our closest next highest. Okay,
0: I'm cool with that.
1: All right. You don't have almost famous. You don't have Citizen Kane. You have Good Night, Good Luck. Yeah, but it's uh, number nine. Number nine. We both have Anchorman at nine. What? Uh, four. Well, that beats Good Night, Good Luck. And we both have Fletch, but six, eight, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would probably say Anchorman, Good Night, Fletch, and then we go to our standalones.
0: Sounds good. I like that idea. Very well said. All right. What's your next highs? Person's number one is Spotlight. That hasn't been put oh, on I the didn't. list. Yeah. So where are we at? Seven? Correct. Okay. Four left to go. All right. And then Zodiac is her number three. Uh, okay. I've
1: got almost famous. I take Zodiac personally.
0: Okay. You won't get an argument from me on that one. All right. Two left. What do you got? Uh, Anchorman four, Frost Nixon five, Fletch six, seven, Network.
1: All right. So I got the next two, then Citizen Kane and Born Ultimatum. I'm down with that.
0: Oh, do you want to put Born on? Do you want to pick something else from what you have left?
1: Um. All right, the give honors would be China Syndrome at seven.
0: Is that is, would you take that over uh, Born Ultimatum? It's more about journalism to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, good to go. All right, cool, awesome. All right, uh, the top ten journalism movies on the re-list. Yeah, at number ten, the China Syndrome. At number nine. Citizen Kane. At number eight. Almost Famous. At number seven. Zodiac. At number six. Spotlight. At number five. Fletch. At number four. Good night and good luck. At number three. Anchorman. At number two. Frost Nixon. And the number one journalism movie on the top ten realist is... All the president's men. Oh, all the president's Chilling is what that film is. Chilling. Chilling. Well, um, right. so thank you to um, all three
1: of you, some giant Fernando, Darren Bush, and Kristen Kurtz for sending in your list and being patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And um, if you want to be a part of this show or submit for Topic Thunder, you get a shout out at the end of the month. You can pick a topic. We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, but if nothing else, thank you for listening uh, you can follow me at Matt Nost anywhere and check out my other podcast, embrace the hate. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts and uh, stay safe out there.
0: Wash those hands. That is it for me. That's right. Wash your damn hands. Uh, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. Please go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roca says, Go and be involved in that. We're climbing closer and closer to 13,000 subscribers. Want to get to 20,000? Would be great to get there as soon as possible. So come jump aboard with all the different content there. Thank you all so much. Remember to be, thank you all to all patrons who support our show and give our show so much love. And mm-hmm. uh, thank you for saying what you said uh darren when you said like we're we're, we're keeping you entertained during what's happening that's what uh, you know matt and i talked about it we were hoping the show could keep people entertained doing all the stuff we're doing doing the extra patient stuff that we're doing all of that uh, is all an effort to keep you all entertained and feeling like we got you during a tough time right now in your worlds and in mm-hmm. our world uh overall globally so thank you so much and please if you do anything pass the show on to your friends your friends were sitting at home and doing Doing whatever and and what have you introduce them to the show give them the, your favorite episode of the show so they can come aboard the top 10 train as well there's always room there's always enough seats on the top 10 train so it'd be great to have your effort efforts in loving the show uh go in that direction as well um all right i think that's it yeah that's it all right thank you all so much for watching the realist <laughs>